Welcome to Spark People Radio, inspirational, educational, and motivational radio guaranteed to spark your day and your life. I'm Lily Hills, your host and your wing girl on your journey to your healthiest weight and happiest self, along with my amazing co-host, Karen Hudson, who's going to be joining us just a little later on in the show. And I want to give a shout out to Pretty Girls One, one of our listeners who wrote, Hello, Lily. You and your co-host, Karen, are fabulous and inspiring me. I've become your greatest fan, spreading the word about your radio podcast. Thanks for all the information and for being my wing girls. Well, thanks so much, Pretty Girls One. I got to say that made our day because it feels fantastic to know that the information we're sharing is making an impact in your life. That's exactly what we want to do. Support you in having every joy because that's what feels good to all of us. And in a world where we're so busy, where we're all feeling a little overwhelmed, where it's pretty easy to get stressed and even sometimes a little depressed, getting a message of inspiration and hope and information to make your life easier, that's what it's all about. And it's a privilege to do this show because we're learning right along with you. So thanks again, Pretty Girls One, for your incredibly kind words. And this week's show is going to give you more fantastic information that's going to help you to make the wisest choices possible around every aspect of your life. This week, we're going to be talking to a wonderful woman who's lost 250 pounds. And she's going to tell us some of the messages that we're going to have to ignore along the way if we're going to drop any weight that we want to, that we know is not natural for us, that's making us feel more lethargic and less energetic. This woman is so sweet and so strong. Hearing her story is going to help you to know that if she can do it, you can too. So get ready to get inspired on that one. And we're going to be talking about one of the most popular beverages in the world, coffee, and whether or not you should be drinking it. And if so, how much? And I'm pretty sure that I am not alone in my passion for a cup of joe, otherwise known as bean juice, brain juice, cup of jolt, cup lightning, I love that one, jitter juice, jet fuel, jamocha java, and mocha. Should we be drinking this delicious concoction, this taste of heaven? We'll find out coming up next. And, and in terms of drinking coffee, I didn't even start drinking it until about 10 years ago. I had one experience when I was about 27, 28 years old, and I was at a meeting, I was exhausted, and I thought, oh, let me try my first cup of coffee. Well, I didn't like the taste of coffee. I knew that already, which is why I wasn't drinking it. So I loaded it up with lots of delicious cream and about, mm, I'm going to say about seven or eight lumps of sugar. And I drank it really quickly before the meeting. And I was in the middle of this meeting, and I broke out in a flop sweat where I just literally could feel my heart racing and pounding like there was a little man in it with a hammer just slamming it against my chest. I felt like I was going to pass out and I was giving a presentation. So that was my introduction to coffee. And I didn't really start drinking it more consistently until about 10 years ago. It was actually Karen that made me such a delicious cappuccino that it kind of opened that door for me. And I've been enjoying it ever since. So uh, the studies I'm going to be sharing with you uh, there's some good news coming, but I don't want to give it all away. We're going to wait. It's coming up next. And in addition to that, we're going to be talking about some of the most powerful forms of exercise for weight loss. And this may just surprise those of you that are 
basically sweating like a farm animal on one of those Stairmasters thinking that you're burning the most calories, you're definitely going to want to listen into this segment because we're going to be telling you that it may not be as hard as you are making it. But before we go there, the question of the day is sunscreen, to slather or not to slather? Now, there was a recent study that came out that was talking about the fact that sunscreen is something we should be using every day, but does it have any side benefits? Well, turns out, according to this study, that putting sunscreen on every single day actually can delay your skin's aging process. They can actually slow it down and make your skin look more smooth and soft and supple and velvety. I had a lady that came in the other day. I gave her a hug, and her arm literally felt a big piece of velvet. And I said to her, what is it that you do to get your skin so soft? And she said, I've been using Lubriderm since I was a teenage girl. So whether it's sunscreen or Lubriderm, having some type of a a wonderful moisturizer that you put on your skin is something that's great to do for your body. But here's the rub. The study that they just did on uh, on whether or not putting these products on slows the aging process around your skin it was, in fact, funded by a company that has something to get out of it. So we always want to take these studies with a grain of salt. We want to make sure that the studies that we're really paying the closest attention to involve uh, sources that are unbiased, that have nothing to gain by delivering the information. But here's the bottom line. Again, sunscreen, definitely yes. But be picky about either the sunscreen or the lotion you're putting on your bodies. Because sunscreens and lotions aren't created equal, and you definitely want to be sure you're putting the ones on that have the, the fewest toxins in them. Because you know that long list of ingredients on the back of your products? Some of those ingredients are not as safe as you might hope. So it's really smart to educate yourself, because the things you're putting on your skin, some of them are absorbed into your bloodstream. So you're ingesting it, just not through your mouth. And there is a very cool website I found called EWG's Cosmetic Database. And it's going to let you know, you basically type in the name of a product that you're using that you're curious about, that you're putting on your skin or on your hair, uh, or maybe it's a, a perfume. And it basically grades the product so you know whether or not they have toxins in them that you don't want to get too much of. So EWG Cosmetic Database. And again... It rates hair care products, skin care products, products for new moms, fragrances, nail products. You name it, they give it a grade. And I use this site whenever I'm buying something new that goes anywhere on my body. So check it out. They have about 65,000 products on this site. So next up, my friends, get ready to get inspired. We're going to be talking to a woman that lost 250 pounds, even though she was dealing with some extreme pain in the meantime. This woman is uber cool. She's going to inspire us all. You're listening to Spark People Radio. And whenever you feel like you're needing a high-powered pep talk, please remember to connect with us. We've got your back every step of the way. Sometimes that yard can seem like an obstacle course, full of flower beds, bird baths, and shrubs. Good thing Craftsman Innovation can help you maneuver those obstacles with ease. With the new Craftsman Turn Tight Tractor, the industry's tightest turn just got tighter. The improved 6-inch turning radius provides more maneuverability and precision so you can get around almost anything that lies in your way. This tight turning eliminates the hassle of repositioning your tractor in an effort to get a closer cut. Find Turn Tight technology across Craftsman Lawn and Garden Tractors. Craftsman, trust in your hands. Available at Craftsman.com, Sears Ace Hardware, and Sears Hometown Stores. 
You're listening to Spark People Radio, reminding you that regardless of what you've done in the past, this is the day when you can turn it all around. You just need top-tier support and the right map, and you will get there. And along those lines, we have a lady with us today who's lost 250 pounds, and she is here to tell us how she made this incredible transformation. She's going to support us in knowing how to get through those times when you don't feel like your weight loss goals are being met as rapidly as you'd like. And she is going to inspire us all to know that the only thing in the way of us getting to our healthiest weight and our happiest self is that voice in our head that tells us we can't do it. Her name is Beth Donovan. And Beth, you have a truly extraordinary story to share. And I wondered if you'd start by telling our listeners a little bit about your journey and how you started to make this truly inspirational and extraordinary transformation. Um, yeah, it um, all started basically um, when I was young. I was always a very heavy girl and um I began getting a degenerative disease in my 20s, a degenerative joint disease, and it progressed up my spine and into my other joints. And I started getting fibromyalgia, arthritis, herniated discs. Um, the degenerative disease I just found out this week has led to a small fracture in my back. It has led to some other uh, degenerative changes, and I'm now seeing spinal specialists and I'm going to need injections in my back and um, some other treatments. Um, they had said maybe surgery would help. Now they're thinking that even surgery won't be able to help me. But um, beside the point, way back in the day, they they seemed to think that if I lost weight, I could get some help. And um, so I fought my way to, you know, try to lose weight and I could not do it uh, no matter how hard I tried I just could not seem to find the inspiration to do it until my best friend uh, had weight loss surgery and um, her name on Spark People is Hoosier Girl Indy and um, she lost weight and I just couldn't you know she was my only friend and she would come visit me in bed because I was too bedridden to get out of the house and um, I saw her getting out and about and having a life, and I wanted to have a life too, and I didn't want to lose my only friend. So I basically had to pick up and get a life too, and at that point I looked to the Internet and uh, found stuck people, and I found Chris Downey, and I found um, Hope, and I started changing one thing at a time via spark streaks, um, and found that that method actually worked for me. And when I started losing weight and I found hope, things started changing. And I fired my doctors who were basically, you know, saying, well, just walk, just diet, just do these things. You know, they didn't tell me how to do these things. But Chris, Chris Downey and Spark People told me how to do these things. And I got doctors who actually gave me the tools like a walker and physical therapy in my home to help me do these things. So if you're out there and you're listening and your doctors are telling you to just do it, ask them how to do it. Ask them if you can have a walker. Ask them if you can have physical therapy. Ask them if pool exercise will work. Ask them how you need to do these things. Um, 
then the next step I took was um, after I um, started moving around a little bit and eating better, um, I started seeing the progress, you know, like Chris talks about in his book, The Spark, Mm -hmm. and the progress started in my life um, through health and fitness, and I started feeling better about myself, and it just kind of snowballed from there. Wow. I I have to say, I know a little bit more about your story, Beth, because we've talked outside of the program. And the fact that you went through everything that you did and lost all that weight, even with extraordinary physical pain, it is so inspiring. And I know that anyone who's listening in right now is thinking, wow, if she can do that with, with that pain and with all of those challenges she was facing and she was able to do it, we know we're able to do it too, and I'm just—I just want to let you know how how extraordinary you are, lovely lady. And we want to come back after this, and I want to come back in just a few minutes and talk with you more about your tips for those who are struggling a little bit right now and are feeling like it's not going to happen for them. How to stay focused on your goals when you're feeling like giving up? Please stay with us because Beth is going to inspire us even more to know our capacity to create any change we want in our lives when it comes to our health. You're listening to Spark People Radio, the show for those who want to get beyond excuses and frustration around their fitness goals and move towards them with support, inspiration, and information to make it happen faster. This piece of road intelligence is brought to you by the highly intelligent Audi A6 with night vision assistant. 80% of drivers multitask. Take the guy next to you who's paying more attention to the lettuce between his teeth than the road. Audi. Truth in engineering. Night vision assistance available feature. Do not drive while distracted. Alan Taylor here from The Drive. The Audi A6 is equipped to help you navigate practically anything you may encounter on the road. With features like the available Audi Quattro all-wheel drive and Audi Drive Select, which allows you to adjust the car's handling and responsiveness. Visit your local Audi dealer to learn more. Welcome back to Spark People Radio. With more than 15 million members in over 100 countries, we are spreading a positive spark across the globe, thanks to you. And we are so blessed and so honored to have with us today an extraordinary woman. Her name is Beth Donovan. She's lost 250 pounds, and she is sharing with us her extraordinary story, how she moved beyond all of the different physical challenges and mental challenges that were preventing her from taking excellent care of her body. So Beth, thank you again for being here. I'm truly grateful. And I wondered if you'd share with our listeners a little bit right now about how you transcend those thoughts that it's not going to happen for you or you're not going to lose the weight or you know, you're too far gone to, um, to get into the best shape of your life. How did you overcome that thought process that was holding you back for so many years? Well, um, I think basically I had to give up the idea of becoming Barbie. Um, I had to tell myself Barbie was an unrealistic goal and that I could be the best me that I could possibly be. Love it. And I was unsure what that was because I've never been thin in my whole entire life. Um, always having been heavy, I had to determine what that is. And since I don't know what it is, I'm still reaching for it. And so it's kind of like thinking of opening a Christmas present. Um, I'm kind of undoing the wrapping. Um, 
Love and that metaphor. Mm-hmm. It's something where, you know, I'm just kind of undoing the bow and undoing the paper and, um, you know, at this point, you know, I'm getting manicures and pedicures and different things like that and playing with my hair and um, still taking off the weight and exercising and trying different techniques of things, trying to uh, find out, you know, what do I look like? What do I want to look like? Um, have I lost enough weight? Am I wanting to lose more? Um, people keep asking me, what is your goal weight? And I tell them I honestly don't know. It's whenever I feel happy because I don't believe happiness is a number on the scale. I think happiness is is something more intangible than a number. Mm-hmm. And what I usually tell the, the ladies and gentlemen that I work with, you'll know when you've reached your natural weight because it's effortless and you feel energetic and you feel free. And that's a different weight. It's usually sometimes people will have a goal weight and that's really not their ideal weight. So it's just staying tuned into your body. And it's not the number on the scale. It's when you feel right. And it usually shows up when you're eating in connection with your physical appetites versus your emotional appetites the majority of the time. Then you're going to hit your natural weight without dieting. And have you found that to be the case as well? Yeah, I I actually have. Um, right now, well, having weighed 460 pounds at one time, um, I'm now somewhere between um, 210 pounds sometimes and 230 pounds sometimes. And somewhere in that weight range, I'm actually comfortable. Now, that might sound terribly heavy to some people, but when you've weighed 460 pounds, relatively speaking, that's a very light weight. And... Um, I look at going lower as, well, that that would probably be very nice and it would definitely be, you know, much healthier for me and it would take a lot of the pain off of my back and I look at it as a possibility and some more wrapping to be taken off of my Christmas present. Lovely. And, um, you know, I look at it as a possibility. Um, is it hard? Yes, it's definitely harder than taking the weight off that it used to be. Um and I'm running into some walls now that I didn't used to have. Um, so I'm trying to amp up my exercise a little bit more. You know, I'm having to, um, you know, put a little bit more resistance on. I'm having to try to move a little bit more. And um, whereas a lot of people might add on, say, make it, let's make it an hour you know, work out instead of 45 minutes or let's do this or that. Um, since I can't exercise all in one shot, um, I might do five minutes five times a day instead of four times a day or different realms like that. Or I might, um, you know, walk at the mall, uh, you know, an extra stint than I did before. You know, it just depends on the day and the pain level that I have. Um so, you know, I can do more than I did before, but it really depends on the days. Like some days I'll go mall walking with my friend Cindy Holm. She's actually my walking inspiration. And um, she will, you know, will actually be able to walk a certain length one day. And then the next day I might be going, let's sit down, let's sit down. You know, I can't walk this far. And and you had said that you are still in pain as you're walking. And I know there's some listeners out there that would say that that's part of the reason that they're not exercising because it's painful. And how would you address that with them? Well, um, that's part of the reason I got to 460 pounds was I stopped moving because it 
eased the pain up and um I slowly stopped moving and by stopping moving I gained weight and I and eventually just sat in bed and ate and I stopped moving and I let my husband get me things and I let my friends get me things and by doing that, I didn't do myself any favors. Um, yes, it relieved the pain, but eventually the pain got worse because I got heavier and heavier and there was more weight for me to carry around. So if you just think in your head of adding, I think of it as adding like bags of kitty litter that you're carrying. If you picture in your head like a 20 to 40 pound bag of kitty litter and imagine carrying that around with you day by day by day, uh, you can imagine what you're doing to your body. It's a, it's, a, it's a perfect way to think of it, just carrying extra weight that's not necessary for you. And I'll tell you, Beth, every time I talk to you, I'm more inspired by how incredibly strong you are and how courageous you are. And I thank you for spending a little time with us today. Beth, you're Indie Girl on Spark People, right? Yes, and it's got like the little swirl in front of it. And the swirl in front of it. Okay, so please... Friend Beth, if you're looking for that extra bit of inspiration, because if anybody can give it to you, this lady can. So thank you for hanging out with us, Beth. I so appreciate you being on the show. Thank you. So next up, are you ever concerned that your coffee drinking habits are unhealthy? My hilarious and charming co-host, Karen Hudson, is going to be joining me, and we're going to be having a little coffee talk, giving you the lowdown on one of the most popular beverages in the world. You're listening to Spark People Radio, and if you ever need a little kickstart to get you back on track, please tune in to us, because we want to make your road to your healthiest self paved with joy and fun and a feeling of personal empowerment that lasts all week. At Bridgestone, we say our passion for performance knows no bounds. But what does that mean? Well, it means that we're so passionate about tire technology that sometimes we find ourselves wondering what might happen if we applied that passion elsewhere. Like, say, furniture for your home. Oh, yeah. A sleek black tire tread sofa that can stop on a dime with matching end table that can handle any road condition. And, uh, uh, well, perhaps we'll just stick to tires. Because really, tires are what we know best. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Listening to Spark People Radio, a program designed to support you in experiencing the delicious and rewarding feeling of being healthy in every sense of the word. I'm Lily Hills. And I'm Karen Hudson. And for hundreds of years, coffee has been one of the most popular beverages on earth. And of course, for all of us coffee lovers out there, we know why. Well, there are few things as delightful to the coffee drinker as that first delicious cup upon wakening in the morning. That one that smells like freshly ground heaven. You know the one. <laughs> Otherwise known as Java. Joe. Liquid lightning. <laughs> Morning mud. Mother's little helper. Oh, boy. Lifeblood. I pulled these up off the internet. I thought they were hysterical. Rocket fuel. And this is my favorite. Wakey juice. Wakey juice. I love that. <laughs> Give me my wakey wakey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lily, you, you enjoy your coffee differently than I do. It's so true. I usually, uh, I, I go the slow drip route, which means I'll pour myself a cup in the morning and I'll put it in one of those, um, one of those thermoses so it stays warm and I will drink that one cup for hours 
trust me on this one, she will. <laughs> We're talking all day, sometimes almost into the evening. She's got her little cup of joe or her thermos full of joe. It's comforting having it there. Somehow. Love it. It's very nurturing. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely more of a guzzler. I have my one <laughs> latte in the morning and that frothy milk on the top. My husband and I both do it. Ooh. Before each other, we make each other, and it's sort of a, a ritual. We we make one for each other every morning, and I love that delicious, frothy latte taste, but I, it goes down pretty quick. Yeah. But I usually just do one. And that seems to be the way to go, because a recent study by the National Cancer Institute showed that moderate coffee drinking actually has some benefits. All right. So I'm not talking here about the Starbucks Frappuccino or Macchiato or, you know, that those are desserts. That's really not coffee. Right. We're talking straight Joe here. Yeah. And drinking moderate amounts of coffee has been linked to lowered risks of developing some cancers, including prostate cancer, oral cancer, and breast cancer recurrence. And as a matter of fact, it also lowers the risks of basal cell carcinoma, which is the most common form of skin cancer, which is particularly interesting to me, given my family history of skin cancer. Mm -hmm. I can understand that. And the other benefit to drinking coffee, for those of you dealing with some memory issues... Uh-oh. Lost keys, anyone? <laughs> How about a missing smartphone? <laughs> right here. How about chargers? <laughs> Leaving chargers in hotel rooms. I got my hand up. <laughs> well, for some people, studies show that drinking coffee can help to stave off dementia. Good to know. Fantastic news. This is great. So we can drink our Joe and increase our capacity to actually remember where it was that we parked our car. However, it's always important to remember that every single body is different mm. and responds differently to this liquid gold. <laughs> so it's always good to pay attention to how coffee or anything impacts your particular body. Right. And there is conflicting information out there. I mean, the studies are not all in alignment and that can make it confusing, which is why it's even more important to assess how you feel after drinking coffee. Mm -hmm. So if you feel restlessness or nervousness, or you're getting insomnia, you're having a difficult time sleeping at night, or increased urination, you got a muscle twitch, or a rambling flow of thought and speech. Or Something's got to be off. <laughs> <laughs> Irritability, a regular heartbeat, these are all signs that coffee does not work for your yeah. amazing body. It's not serving your body. You may want to rethink that drink. That's right. And for those of you dealing with high cholesterol, drinking high levels of unfiltered coffee may increase your risk of slightly higher cholesterol levels, according to mayoclinic.com. Mm. Drinking at least two cups of coffee per day may also increase your risk of heart disease if you have a genetic mutation that slows down how quickly your body breaks down caffeine. Mm -hmm. Well, here's what I remind my clients that are dealing with high stress. Uh -huh. Caffeine is a stimulant. Coffee is a stimulant. And it causes an increase in stress hormones, including cortisol. And so that basically, it creates a fight or flight response in your body, which uh -huh. means elevated heart rate and increased blood pressure and decreased blood flow to the digestive tract. So if you are stressed on a regular basis, that means you're dropping cortisol all the time. And do you want to add more cortisol to your already flooded body because it makes you more stressed. And the more stressed you are, the harder it is to lose weight. Your body yeah. actually holds on to excess weight when you're stressed. So that's a consideration yeah. for it's at least moderating. About. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So if you are having trouble sleeping or you get the jitters or become 
a little shaky or even feeling nauseous, then you know you've hit your threshold with coffee. So pay attention to your body because it's definitely communicating with you mm-hmm. all the time. I can remember one one story about a girlfriend of mine. Coffee an, is an addictive substance. She decided she was we were going to go on a diet together, which this is way back in the day before I knew the diets didn't work. We went away to a hotel and we went on, We went. she gave up coffee and we were eating really restricted food choices for oh, a few man, days. That sounds like a miserable vacation. It was a tough vacation. <laughs> I have to admit. And there was one night where in the middle of the night, her headache got so extreme from giving up the coffee uh-huh. that she rushed to the bathroom and she got sick because oh. I was kind of listening and going, oh, poor thing, poor baby. And right after I heard that experience, the next thing I heard was the sound of, you know how that scale makes that tick, tick, oh, tick yes. sound, the old school she got on the scale. She got on the scale. Oh, my goodness. And I thought, that is such us gals, when we get obsessed about our so weight, true. we do some crazy stuff. So. Mm. You don't want to roll that way, my friend. We know better we now. We know better now. So if coffee's not working for you, at least go moderate with it. That's a smart way to go. We know you're smart enough to listen to your own brilliant body. So next up, are you interested in finding out the single best exercise for weight loss and fitness? And are you wanting to burn the most calories of all when you're working out so you can eat more food? We're going to tell you how to do just that. Because that's how these Spark Sisters roll. That's right. You're listening to Spark People Radio, supporting our listeners and learning the healthy, permanent, and pleasurable approach to getting into the best shape of your life. Jackson, the world's greatest collector car auction, celebrates their inaugural auction at Hot August Nights 2013 in Reno, Nevada. It's August 8th through the 11th. To kick things off with a bang, Barrett Jackson has announced the Barrett Jackson Cup with a $40,000 prize purse, with $20,000 being awarded to the car that earns ultimate best of show award during downtown Reno's show and shine. Tickets are available at BarrettJackson.com. That's BarrettJackson.com. You're listening to Spark People Radio, a team of 15 million people looking to get into the best shape of their lives so that they can enjoy more freedom and fun and have far less stress and worry. I'm Lily Hills. And I'm Karen Hudson. And are you wanting to make the most out of your workout so you can lose weight as soon as possible? And do you want to burn those the most calories of all when you're working out so that you can eat more food? Right here. Do you want to be more efficient with your workout because you have so little time, you want to burn as many calories as humanly possible during that half-hour lunch break? Sometimes that is me, yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) These are all understandable goals. However, we're going to take you in a slightly different direction. We're definitely going to share with you the highest calorie-burning workouts. But even more importantly, we're going to suggest that you take more and calorie burning into consideration when you're choosing how you're going to work out. And why? Because if you decide you want to do the workout that burns the most calories rather than the one that you enjoy, guess what you're more likely to do? Which one? Burn out and skip the gym or skip working out altogether. Oh, yeah. That's what you do when you're not enjoying what you're doing. That's right. I used to do the Stairmaster. I dreaded it so oh, intensely, yeah. it really prevented me from working out more because I, I it was literally like I was I was going to a torture chamber. Oh, yeah. And they say that Stairmaster isn't as good for us as we once thought. Yeah. I true. felt that way about the treadmill. I just 
can't find the interest. I, I, if I can, and I'm, I'm fortunate to live in a warmer climate, I'd rather be outside walking if at all possible. Um, but one of the, one of the forms of exercise that I've realized that's not quite for me is a coworker took me to a core bar Zumba class. That sounds like fun. It sounded like fun, <laughs> sure. And actually, I did it a couple of times with her. It's to great Zumba music, and you have a bar that you're twisting and doing a lot of bending with. Well, the next day, actually, it wasn't the next day. It was two days later, as often happens when you have an, an intense workout. I felt like I had been tackled by a linebacker, <laughs> a couple of tight ends, and the quarterback. I was virtually incapacitated for about a day and a half. Uh-huh. So, I've had similar experiences. Man, yeah. that was rough. So the truth is, one of the reasons we're going to choose the harder forms of exercise is because we want to burn more calories. Mm -hmm. However, there is a way to take the form of exercise that you love the most and actually make it more productive in yeah. terms of that ability to really blast through some of the calories that you'll consume throughout the day. So let's say walking is your favorite thing to do. Which is one of my favorite things. Uh, definitely. Here's what, here's the way to take it up a notch so that you're burning a large number of calories. Throw in some sprints in there. Interval training is said to be one of the most powerful ways to burn calories. And I believe that's because it's affiliated with our childhood mode of playing, which mm -hmm. was, you know, you all of a sudden, are, you're walking along at a nice pace and one of your friends is like, tag, you're it. Oh, yeah. And then you're speeding down the street. It's a playful way to move your body. And it's more natural right. than just repetition. Without grinding it out. Exactly. Well, right. we've shared this on the show before, how Lily and I, when we go out for our walks, we'll say, one or the other will say, pump it up. And that's when we, I know it's time to sprint. So we'll start our in our sprint. We'll do it a good minute or two. We try to do it at least two minutes. And that really does help with the interval training, yeah. getting your heart rate up. And talk about a firmer. I know that I've definitely gotten firmer since we started doing the pump it up. Yeah, got to pump it up. <laughs> okay, so in terms of the other big calorie burners, just so you know, because one of these you may actually enjoy, so we want you to know which ones are very it, efficient. It's nice to have options. Exactly. So swimming, mm. that's a biggie for you water babies out there because it moves every part of your body. Yeah, really, really powerful form really of exercise. Wonderful. Tennis, that's another biggie, partly because you're stopping and starting all the time, very much like interval training. You know, sometimes you're standing still and other times you're running for the ball. That's exactly. Lily right. and I have started playing again. We're about even in terms of our ability. Definitely. But I think I can take her down. Oh, tell her. hold on now. Ooh, I'm just this saying. This is news. I'm just saying. All right, we'll play next week. Okay. We'll report back to you're you, on, all of our sister. spark friends. You are on. <laughs> all right, so another one that's incredibly powerful Jumping rope and oh good heavens, Oof. this one for me, I, I can't imagine that this isn't the most oh, yeah. caloric burning of all. You can just feel it. It's true. Within a few seconds, I'm huffing and puffing. Brutal. Like I'm a 20 pack a day smoker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Uh, I didn't Not think that analogy. Was. Yeah. A lot of gals I know love kickboxing, which is also on the list here. They love that form of just throwing their legs out and their arms out. And it's, it's a huge calorie burner. For me, it's a little more aggressive. Yeah. I'm a lover, not a fighter, Lil. I gotta be honest. I just can't bring myself to do it. I really love that about you too. And, and it's a little bit more aggressive. So for those yeah. out there that are dealing with sure. injuries, probably not this one. You're more likely to want to do one uh, that's also on the list, which is Zumba. And you get a good Zumba trainer. Oh, yeah. My guy, Alex. And that's just pure fun. That's dancing. It's true. Fun music. And that's, that is 
one of my favorite ways to get a workout yeah. in. Karen and I are huge into spontaneous dance parties. Oh my gosh, some yeah. of our favorite parties of all time. Here we are closing in on 50, and it's like we're 13-year-old girls again. And one of the things that makes our heart rate get up so high is that we're laughing so hard because as we're dancing, one or the other one of us will dive into the silliest move we can come up with, and the other oh. person is semi-incapacitated. Lily has done these silly dance routines where I think I'm burning more calories <laughs> laughing than I am moving. So we know that's the double whammy. We had uh, one of our listeners write to us, Anya, who said contra dancing is a wonderful form of oh, exercise. People love that one. She suggested we share it with you. We had to look it up, and it's folk line dancing. And it looks like an utterly charming and very civilized way to get oh, a workout. Oh, how lovely. You've got the bowing and, you know, the twirling. And it just looks, it looks really like a sweet form of exercise. Well, and, you know, remember, everybody responds differently to different exercises. Mm -hmm. And everyone has different opinions and preferences about what activities they enjoy. So the one that gets you the most fired up, that, that feels good while you're doing it, but feels even better after you're done, that's the one for you. Good litmus test. There is always a way to amp up. Whatever you're doing to burn more calories, just do it more or do it faster. Exactly right. So in conclusion, choose an exercise you love, my friends. That's just the smart way to go. So next up, we're going to be talking about how to decipher your emotional appetites from your physical appetites. Because if you're eating in response to your body signals rather than your mind suggestions, it's going to be much easier to lose excess weight, for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt. You're listening to Spark People Radio, the brainchild of the Spark team who want you to experience the delicious and rewarding feeling of being healthy in every sense of the word. Is your car talking to you? Do you hear a squeal when you step on the brake pedal? Chances are, this is the brake pad wear indicator telling you that it's time to replace those brake pads. Your Haynes manual will lead you through this relatively easy procedure. Over 400 Haynes manuals are offered covering most vehicles on the road. For information on a repair manual for your car, go to Haynes.com. That's Haynes, H-A-Y-N-E-S dot com. Listening to Spark People Radio, a show designed to support you in moving past excuses and getting into the best shape of your life. I'm Lily Hills. And I'm Karen Hudson. And did you know that what you do during the first two weeks of any new eating program can ensure you reach your long term goals? Because that's where you build momentum. And once you have momentum, Everything is easier. It's true. So if you want to learn how you can jump start your weight loss and build that internal fire to help you stick with your healthy eating program, check out Spark Solution. This is the newest book from sparkpeople.com. It's awesome. Set yourself up for long-term success. Do it. Education and support are the key. It's you true. know we talk about it all the time. Get more info at sparkpeople.com slash spark solution. Great book. So, Sparkalicious friend, do you ever get confused about the difference between head hunger and body hunger? And do you ever find yourself eating when you're not hungry, but rather bored or stressed or overwhelmed? Oh, yes. That's where excess weight is gained, because you're ignoring your body rather than listening to it. So, 
I'm going to give you a model for something that I think is going to help you to determine whether you're physically hungry or emotionally hungry. So let's think of it this way. If you were to guess what the size of your stomach is, a lot of people think, oh, it's probably the size of, you know, a, a cantaloupe or in some cases a watermelon. But your stomach is actually about the size of your fist, maybe two fists in some cases, but that's about the size of yours. So if you've got a tiny hand, you probably have a tinier stomach. Smaller than I thought. However, every stomach is different. Uh -huh. Your stomach size is different than mine. So the amount of food that it takes for you to feel satisfied is going to be different. So Lily, what would you say to the person that says that their stomach is actually the size of a cassava melon? Rather than a fist? Mm-hmm. Well, you can stretch your stomach out. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I used to get, as I've mentioned before, a, a carton of, of cookies into my stomach. Uh -huh. It expands. And once you stretch it out, it's easier to get the food in. It's Have you ever had a meal where you ate way past your hunger? Oh, yes. And the next morning you woke up hungry again? Yep. It's just because you stretched your stomach out. Yeah, that makes sense too. So we got to bring that baby back in if you want it to get back down to its normal size. So think of a, a hunger scale on a scale of zero to 10. Mm -hmm. Zero is starving where you're ravenous. One is hungry. Five is satisfied, that perfect amount of food where you feel energized but satisfied. Uh -huh. And 10 is so full you feel like your, your stomach's distended. Exactly right. If you're eating between a one and a five, that's when you're going to be able to lose the weight without dieting. You're eating in alliance with your physical hungers versus your emotional hungers. Yeah, that's just a great balance. It's a good visual, too, to keep in mind. So let's say that one day you're really hungry and you eat till a six instead of a five. Uh huh. Well, all you have to do to get back on track with your body is wait till you're physically hungry again to eat. Hmm. So that's when you're starting to eat in, in synchronicity with your body, and that's where your metabolism gets pumped up. So if you're, if you're eating a huge dinner one night and you wake up the next morning and you're not hungry, just wait till your body raises its hand and says, give me food by that signal of, of physical hunger, which is usually a growling stomach or yeah. a headache or something along those I've lines. I've seen you do that, Lily, and, and that's probably a big reason why you lost the 65 pounds that you did over the years, the 65 pounds that you did, and that you've kept it off over uh, past a decade, because I see you eat exactly that way. You don't eat unless you're hungry, regardless if there's a meal being served. Yeah, yeah. 98 percent of uh -huh. the time, that is absolutely true. Good. I'm pretty good, and that's exactly why... Now, and I'm eating what I want. I don't have that denial voice going in my head that I used to have that made me much more likely to binge eat. So again, eating in alliance with your body. Your mind is going to be hungry a lot of the time, mm -hmm. but your body is what you want to listen to. And if you're feeling stressed, you want to find an alternate to food to deal with that. So that's going to be breathing, going outside and taking a walk, reading a great book, having a conversation with a friend. If it's your mind that's hungry, that means that you're thinking stressful thoughts and that's going to make you want to reach for food to comfort yourself. But you want to treat yourself with something other than food. That's going to help you to lose that weight and get in the best shape of your life. So listen to your body, friends. Listen to the pretty lady. <laughs> she knows exactly what she's talk talking about. She has coached many women in this perspective and it's changed their lives and their weight. You're the best wing girl ever. Just telling it like it is, girl. <laughs> Just telling it like it is. 
So that's it for this week's show, friends. And thank you so much for listening and for all your fantastic feedback on our Spark pages. We are loving the love coming in. (laughs) We so appreciate your support. And don't forget to friend us if you haven't already. I'm Spark Radio Karen, and this gal standing next to me is Spark Radio Lily. Do it when you get a chance. It's a fantastic way to connect. And next week, we're going to be talking about tips to conquer your snack attacks. And we're going to be chatting with our crown, with our founder, Chris Downey. He's always a treat. We'll also be talking more about how when you master your mind, you can master your weight. It's really a mental game, and we're going to tell you exactly how to play it. Until next week, spark on. Are you using your smartphone to listen to music in the car or for GPS navigation? How would you like to do both without the risk of getting a ticket or causing an accident? Check out what's new from Kenwood, the number one mobile electronics brand in the country. With Kenwood, you can connect to your smartphone and safely control all your favorite apps by touchscreen while enjoying that legendary Kenwood sound. Learn more by visiting liveconnecteddriveconnected.com and to find a Kenwood dealer near you.